Do you want to get in security but don't know where to start? Should you go and study network security or cybersecurity or better yet, what's the difference? Don't worry. In today's episode, I got you covered. We're going to look at some differences between network security and cybersecurity. So don't forget to click like, subscribe, and that notification bell. So if you've been watching any of my videos, you often hear me say that in information security, you got cybersecurity, and then you got network security. So there's a lot of overlap between the two different categories and the two different roles. But today, we're going to look at some differences and some similarities between the two. Let's look at information security first. So within, from an enterprise standpoint, you have an IT department. Then within that IT department, you'll have your security department, or they may be called information system security. And in that security department, you usually will have two groups. So you'll have the cybersecurity side of things, those that work with mostly the cyber side. And then you will have the network security side of things, those that their main responsibility is protecting that network infrastructure. So we already established that within information security, you will have a network security and then you'll have a cybersecurity. So looking at the cybersecurity side of things, this is where you'll see job titles such as the cybersecurity specialist, cybersecurity analyst, uh, security analyst, security technician. Many companies use different names, but overall, it's more of the same responsibilities, or they may offer or they may require different kind of skill sets. But overall, these are some of the entry level roles, usually an analyst, admin, no matter if it starts with cybersecurity or it's just security. Those were the things that you, you typically see. So entry level would be an analyst or a technician or admin. So on this side of things with the cybersecurity side of things, side of the house, they may be responsible for endpoint and PC security. So pretty much they're the ones that make sure that all the PCs in the enterprise is up to date with any kind of virus and malware protection. And then they're making sure that um, if any malware or any kind of protection is out of date, they're usually the ones that's either going to put in a ticket for another team to go update it, or they may be the ones that's going out updating these PCs themselves. Then also, along with the endpoint and also endpoint and PC security, they're also monitoring the network for any kind of virus or any kind of alerts that's unusual. So usually they would be the first ones to know if there's a virus on a PC. So if there's a virus on a PC, that cybersecurity team would get an alert in their application where they monitor the network or the, all the PCs on the network. They would get an alert and then they would make the responsible or they would make the, the next uh, steps. They would take steps towards progressing on resolving that issue. If it's a PC that has a virus on it, uh, that thing may be, first of all, take that PC offline, get that PC scanned. If depending on what the virus is, they may even have to get that PC re-imaged. So they're pretty much, like I said, one of their duties is they're looking at endpoint security and PC security. So any kind of virus protection, that's usually their RAM there. The next responsibility that they have on the cybersecurity side of things is they're the ones that usually checks the network or the enterprise as a whole for any kind of vulnerabilities. So this may be in the... Um, this may be them running a monthly scan where they scan all the devices on the network. So this is where they're scanning servers. 
Uh, this is where they're scanning your routers, your switches, and pretty much this scan will give them a report. And pretty much the report will let them know that what devices have vulnerabilities. So vulnerability could be on your router and switch. You could be running an, an iOS that has some kind of hole in it or has some kind of uh, exploit that can, can be exploited some sort of way. Or let's say if you configure the router and switch and when you configured it, you forgot to encrypt all your passwords. So this will be a vulnerability too. So that scan will pick up any of these vulnerabilities. And then what the security team would do, they get this report of all the vulnerabilities and then they go ahead and let each team know what devices or what servers or what networking equipment or what PCs or whatever, let them know what PCs need to be addressed, what network devices need to be addressed. So they would divvy up this and give each report to each specific team. And on this report, the team will see what all they need to address. It may be something that, it may be something as small as, oh, I need to go back into all of our routers and change this configuration. Or it could be something where, oh, this has an issue with this iOS and it's fixed if we upgrade that iOS. So taking the appropriate steps to see if that device can be upgraded and then scheduling enough time to perform that upgrade. So the security team, they're usually the ones responsible for making sure your network is not vulnerable to anything. And usually this is done by running a monthly scan on your network and then getting that report back, letting them know what devices have vulnerabilities and then assigning it to each team to take care of those vulnerabilities. The next responsibility that they may have on the cybersecurity side of things is email security. So there's, they're also the ones that's making sure that when you get that phishing email and you put it in your spam, so they're the ones that's the gatekeepers over the email security. So sometimes, like I said, they will be the ones that some of them may educate users also. So they routine, routinely do tests where they may send out um, fake emails to see who falls for it. And then if you fall for it, then they will go ahead and educate you and try to make you more aware of how to spot out malicious emails or phishing emails. They will show you how to check their email to make sure that it's coming from a um, validated sender or making sure that, um, you know, it's just something not out of the ordinary, making sure that the user is aware, especially if you're in, a, in, a, especially if you're in an environment where the users may not be computer savvy. So if you're in an environment, you may have um, some older folks working. You may have some younger folks that may not just be computer savvy. So they're usually educating users on email security. And also they have devices on the, in the network infrastructure that uh, monitors the email security and things of that nature. And another responsibility that the cybersecurity side of things may have is if your environment has mobile devices, so a mobile device would be, let's say, uh, if for some reason your enterprise gives out mobile phones. A lot of places do that where back in the days it used to be they would give you a pager and that would be how you're contacted after hours. If you're on call, they give you a page. But now technology has sped up to where instead of a pager, now some places they'll give you a mobile phone. That phone may be an iPhone. And usually, if it's a phone coming from your enterprise, 
then they're going to have some type of software on it that's locking that phone down. So you won't be able to do everything that you do on your normal phone. It may be locked down to where you only can download certain applications, or you may even have a different like uh, sort of app store that has your enterprises applications there. So the security team, they're usually responsible for the mobile security. So any kind of mobile devices, phones, it's mostly usually what that mobile device will be. So if you have one of these phones from the security team, they usually have an application where they can monitor all these devices, making sure they're update. But one of the key things that they have is usually if you lose that phone, they're able to go inside of their management software and wipe that phone so that whoever finds it, even if they happen to get it unlocked, they will uh, not be able to look at any information because that phone will be totally wiped. So next, we're going to look at some certifications that might help to land some of these roles. So probably the most popular certification, and I'll say the most well-known certification uh, for anything security, especially entry-level and getting into security, I would say it's the Security Plus. So that Security Plus, that would help you land one of these entry-level cybersecurity roles. But always remember, if you get that Security Plus and you're applying and applying, and let's say that you're not getting any traction while you're applying, always try to take it a step back and say, okay, instead of me applying for these cybersecurity roles, let me just try to get in the door with either a desktop or a help desk. And that's my stance on it for any position. If you, Even though you have that certification, still apply for those jobs that that certification calls for. But always remember that if I'm not getting any traction, then you know go to a lower role just to get your foot in the door. So that may make it easier just to get in. Then once you get in, you focus on trying to move up. So that Security Plus, like I said, is good for getting in anything security. It lets any manager know that, oh, you're serious because like the Security Plus is up with about 350 maybe a little bit more. So anyone, any manager that sees that you have that security cert, it pretty much not only shows them that you you, you know enough to pass that certification, but it also lets them know that you're serious because you invested in yourself. You spent that $350 or more and took this test knowing that if you would have failed that test, then you just lost that money. So the Security Plus is a good cert for getting that entry-level security role, especially on the cybersecurity side and also on the networking side too. And then the next uh, certification, I would say, is, um, it's not talked about a lot, but Cisco do have a cyber ops certification. And this is also good for the security side of things in also. So the Security Plus, the Cyber Ops, and then also Cisco also just brought out a lower level security role that you should get before you get Cyber Ops if you're going in that direction. Or this will also be a good certification to get before you get that Security Plus. It may help help you out there. And that's the CCST security certification. So with these three certifications, I'm confident that uh, you will probably be able to land an entry-level role. I would say you should be able to at least get your foot in the door. But like I always say, too, everybody's journey is a little bit different. Um, If you take me, for instance, it took me roughly about three years or so before I landed my first IT role. 
So it does take some time, even though a lot of times we we tend to want to rush it. You know, if you just graduated, you've been throwing out that application for a couple of months and don't have nothing. I would say don't give up. Keep pushing. So and also uh, honorable mention certification that would uh, also help out with any of these certifications would be that network plus. You know, so a lot of times it may not be needed, but I would say that it's valuable because. You can't know the security side of things without knowing the networking side of things. So if you're finding value in this episode, please leave me a comment. If you have a friend that needs to hear this episode, please share this episode with them. If you're on Apple or you're listening on Spotify, please leave the podcast a review. It helps us out on the from the podcast audio standpoint. And like I said, if you have any questions or comment, please get them to me. So next, we're going to look at the network security side of things. So first of all, in my opinion, I think network security don't get talked about as much as cybersecurity. It may be because cybersecurity is uh, the more sexy buzzword, but I don't know. I always thought that network security don't get enough play like cybersecurity. So if you agree with me, let me know in the comments. So some job titles on the network security side of things would be a network admin, Network security admin, firewall security engineer, network architect, system security engineer. So usually it's going to have network and security somewhere in that title. Then as always, admin, technicians, analysts, all of those are good entry-level roles. And, um, And if that don't work, go for a lower role just to get your foot in the door, then move up accordingly. So you will often... See these roles combined with some networking responsibilities, depending on the size of the team. Smaller teams usually have more responsibilities. So if it's a small company, your network and security team may be the same team. So that's why you always hear a lot of people say that you can't know security without knowing networking. Because a lot of those, especially on the network security side of things, a lot of stuff goes hand in hand. So if you're on a smaller team, then you may be having some, you may have some networking responsibilities as well as also doing some network security uh, configurations. So this network security team is usually responsible for, they're usually the ones that's configuring, updating, maintaining a variety of their security devices, such as your firewalls, your ASAs, your ESAs, your IPSs. So usually that network side of things, they're the ones that's configuring a lot of those devices. So pretty much with configuring these devices, you know, that's a responsibility all in itself because all of these devices I just named, especially that firewall, usually the wrong configuration or the wrong update or you update it and something happens that wasn't planned. A lot of times um, that affects the whole enterprise. So some of the things on the network security side of things, you may notice and you look at some of the pay for security. And especially when you look at the network security, you see that some of the pay is mainly, uh, especially the engineers, is upward to us towards six figures or more, depending on your area. And that's because you do have a lot of responsibility. So you have a lot of responsibility with any position. But trust me, when you're configuring a firewall and you're in an enterprise with 5,000, 10,000, 20,000 users, and most of the traffic is going through that firewall and you happen to something goes wrong, Trust me, you will feel the pressure. Um, ain't no doubt about it. You, you're going to feel the pressure. But one of their responsibilities is 
They're the ones that's configuring those devices, your firewalls, your ASAs, your ESAs, your IPSs. Um, it's a couple of more devices, but you get the gist of it. One of the next responsibilities for someone in the network on the network security side of things is also that they're making sure that the security systems are backed up. So they're the ones that's responsible for having that backup plan. You know, they're backing up their network security devices. Then also they may be ensuring that the rest of the teams is backing up their devices also. So they may be the ones that come up with the backup plan to help out the other teams. But for sure, they're backing up their devices as well as every department in IT. You know, that's one of um, one of the big categories. You, you always want to have a backup. You don't never want to be caught out there. Something goes down and you don't know what the configuration was on it. You know, you want to have some system or some kind of process where your devices is getting backed up. That way, if something happens, you're able to pull from that backup, get that device up and running or change out that device and get things back on track. So the other, like I said, another responsibility is they're making sure their security systems and everything is backed up. So a third responsibility from the network security side of things is they're the ones that's implementing changes from the from a security standpoint. So if any kind of new devices need to be put in that's a security device, usually it's going to be someone from network security doing it. So if you're on a large team, then usually who's ever that analyst or that technician, you may be the one that's in the data center putting that device in, cabling it up, getting it, getting it, configuring it just enough so that the engineer has access to that device. Then once you get it up, the engineer has access to the device then pretty much you may just be on standby in case anything goes wrong, in case the power needs to be pulled from it and it needs to be plugged back up. But after you do the racking and stacking, your job may be done. But that network security team, they're the ones that's making any kind of changes from a security standpoint. So if anything, any new device needs to be added, that's usually on the network security team. Some certifications that I think may help you land a network security role is First of all, network security side of thing is re- is very vendor neutral. So you're either going to have somewhere that they're running all Cisco devices. If that's the case, I would say some, a lot of your Cisco certs, a lot of your Cisco security certs, the, like the CCMP security, uh, definitely a CCNA would help. Even though CCNA, you may say a CCNA is for networking, but that CCNA would go good, very good as a beginner cert. For even if you want to get into the security field on the network security side of things. So that CCNA will help if you're in a place that has uh, all Cisco devices. Like I said, I would go to Cisco route with the CCNA and then maybe look at the CCMP security, which is going to go more into your Cisco security devices. But then if you're at a place like, let's say you have um, Palo Alto is another huge vendor in the security field. So I think they're probably tied for one and two with them and Fortinet. So if you're at a place that has Palo Alto devices, I would go and try to get those Palo Alto certs. And also, I think overall, a CCNA, the regular CCNA is good as a beginner to any one of these certifications, whether it's another Cisco cert, CCMP security, uh, Palo Alto cert, or the Nets. A uh, bit player in in the network security side of things is Fortinet. So 
whatever house you're at. So whichever, uh, whatever your enterprise has. So usually they're, they're mainly going to be either a Cisco house or they may be, uh, even if they're a Cisco house, they could also have a Palo Alto firewall. So um, then with Fortinet, you know, I think uh, Fortinet is probably right behind Palo Alto if they haven't already passed them. So getting, if you want to get on the network security side of things, getting familiar with those devices will be beneficial. So I would say start off with that CCNA. Then um, the next certification that would do you, let's say you didn't want to go, you didn't want to go as far as getting a CCNA. Uh, then that network plus may work and then going to some of the vendor certs such as Palo Alto, Cisco or Fortinet. So that network plus and then always, like I said, that security plus that security plus is good also because it's vendor neutral, meaning that it covers a wide variety of things. It's not just focused on Cisco devices or it's not just focused on Palo Alto or Fortinet devices. It gives you a well-rounded um, knowledge of just the security field in general. So that brings this episode to a close. Hopefully, I have uh, helped you out in your decision. Hopefully, I have shined some light on that network security role because, like I said, I don't think it get as much play, as much airtime as cybersecurity when, to me, it's just as important. So they, they work together. And also, I hope you see that a lot of security roles and networking roles, a lot of their responsibilities overlap. Then also, I hope that you're able to see that inside of information security, you have cybersecurity and then also the network security side of things. So the goal is to see which one you like, you like doing, and then coming up with a plan to achieve that goal. So I hope you found some value in this episode. Don't forget. Follow me on IG and TikTok. I'm at Debt Free and IT. If you have any questions, comments, topic suggestions, you can email them at debtfreeandit at gmail.com. Or if you leave a comment with a question, nine times out of 10, I'm so used to being on call that I answer back immediately when I see it because that's just from being on call and always being ready to go. So if you re- leave a question or something, Usually I respond back, but also I may take that question and just do a video. Like I said, I've been trying to come up, trying to get a lot of questions. That way I can um, answer them in a video. So even though I answer it uh, usually within a couple of minutes, then you may also see that question come up on a video. So other than that, like, subscribe, share this episode to as many people as possible, especially if they're into especially if they're somewhat interested in IT, please share this episode with them. Other than that, I'll see you next week. Peace.